On first down, the handoff to Marlon Mack. Huge hole, 50-yard line. He's at the 40, still going near sideline. He's at the 10. He's at the 5, and he will score. Touchdown, Marlon Mack. Touchdown, I-N-D-Y. And again, it's picked off. It's Darius Leonard. Leonard with a second INT, and he's streaking down the near sideline. He's at the 40. He's at the 30. He's at the 20. He's going to go. A pick six for the Maniac. Kenny Moore gets to Deshaun Watson. That's a sack for Kenny Moore. Kenny has a pick and now a sack in the game. Horseshoe is back, baby. The horseshoe is back. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Bring the Juice podcast. I'm your co-host, Derek Larger. Joining me today, we have our very own Andrew Thomason. Andrew, how are you today? I'm very well, Derek. Very well. Uh, Also very busy with it being the last few weeks of school for me, but (laughs) I'm excited to be here. Thanks for having me. Oh, no problem, man. Uh, Today, I thought we could run down a list of the undrafted, the unofficial rookie undrafted free agents that the Colts have signed so far. Uh, It's been basically two days that we've recorded this, two days since the NFL draft has officially been done and over with. And we're going to break down some of the guys that we have signed so far that have been unofficial. So first person that I think we could easily mention here is Rodrigo Blankenship the kicker from Georgia, a lot of a uh, really big name here. Uh, the six foot one, 190 pound senior kicker converted 27 of 33 field goal attempts, which is rounded around 82% uh, from last year and including a night uh, long of 50 yards. He was a perfect 46 of 46 in extra point attempts in 2019. He won the Lou Graza award as the nation's top place kicker. Uh, was awarded first team All-American and All-SEC honors. So, Andrew, obviously a big name here. A lot of people know who Rodrigo is, uh, has hit a lot of good kicks, and obviously is pretty consistent. Uh, do you think this guy could challenge uh, Chase McClellan for uh, the kicking position? Yeah, you know, that's an interesting point, Derek. Um you know, honestly, if, I, if I'm being honest, I didn't know much about um, Blankenship before I you know, had to do some research. But I, I noticed when we when we picked him up um, as an undrafted free agent, a lot of fans were, were you know, really, really excited. Uh, and I can see why, you know, from some of the reasons that you just mentioned, um, you know, you look at Chase McLaughlin and McLaughlin, uh, excuse me, and how he fared last season, um, stepping in for Adam Vinatieri, um, you know. I think he could come in and potentially compete with McLaughlin. Uh, but to be quite honest with you, Derek, I'm not really sure where the Colts are at with Adam Vinatieri either. Um, you know, I know he's rehabbing right now and Chris Ballard and Frank Riker are keeping a close eye on that. Um, and probably having talks with him every now and then just to make sure that he's continuing to do well and he's not planning on retiring. So I, I'm really interested to see what, what they end up doing with Vinatieri. But um, if he's retiring, then I certainly think that Blankenship with the success that he's had, as you mentioned at Georgia, he could certainly come in and compete with, with McLaughlin for the starting kicker job uh, here in Indianapolis. All right. Now we move on to a defensive end, Cameron Klein out of South Dakota, six foot four, 295 pounds. So definitely a good sized defensive end 
had to wonder if that had anything to do with uh, why Ballard and company decided to go with him and had pretty decent numbers to back it up. 36 tackles, 10 tackles for a loss, four sacks, four QB hits, and a forced fumble during 12 starts this last season. So obviously good size, good build, and, you know, has some good production there as well. So what are you thinking here, Andrew, for Cameron Klein? What do you think of his size mixed with his production? You know, I, I was quite surprised, honestly, when the Colts didn't take a defensive end in this draft. And, you know, you, some listeners might be thinking, well, you know, that's that's kind of crazy because we already have really quality uh, starting defensive ends. You know, there's four or five of them from Taekwon Lewis to Pamoko Ture to, to Danico Autry. Uh, you know, those are and um, Dean Muhammad as well. So, you know, they're they're the Colts really have five quality starters. But um, in terms of his production, I mean, it's not bad. You know, you look at the height, 6'4", 295 pounds, uh, 10 tackles for a loss is certainly something that's that's sort of eye popping. Um, a forced fumble and four sacks is, is certainly not bad either. You know, when, when you look at the production of maybe some of the the players that are are considered to be lower on the depth chart, your Aquadine Muhammad's maybe, or your Taekwon Lewis's who didn't see much playing time last season, somebody like a Cameron Klein could certainly come in, in my opinion, and compete for maybe that third or fourth uh, defensive end position on the depth chart. Awesome. Well, here's a guy that I actually mocked for the Colts to get in the seventh or in the sixth round uh, for them this last season as well. And that is Kendall Coleman defensive end out of Syracuse. So another defensive end here, uh, Kendall Coleman is actually from Indianapolis. So the hometown hero comes back to Indianapolis, back to home to play for the true number one team here. Uh, the six foot three, 250 pound senior defensive end from local cathedral high school recorded 48 tackles, 10 and a half tackles for a loss, four sacks and six QB hits during 12 starts this past season. Coleman was a two time all ECAC selection and was the 2019 Bill Hoare award winner as Syracuse's team MVP. So certainly some nice words from his team kind of shows you his character and what he has. Can't remember where I saw this from, but I do believe that I saw a quote from somebody saying that his character is ultimately what makes this kid so great. Uh, I said that this is exactly why I thought the Colts would go for him. Cause he just has a Chris Ballard type of mentality that he wants in a player. And I'm super excited to have this kid may not, you know, he might have to start on the practice squad, but you know what? If I think if he can get a few pounds heavier and can get better with his moves, I do see a potential future for this kid. As far as Coleman is concerned, you know, similar to Klein, you look at the production, the 10 and a half tackles for a loss, the four sacks, the 48 tackles, the six quarterback hits, uh, you know, very, very solid numbers um, for a defensive end. And then you mentioned his character, and we know Chris Ballard especially is extremely high uh, on quality character guys. And he certainly fits the mold with some of the things that you mentioned, being a Bill Hoare Award winner uh, and a Syracuse team MVP. That certainly speaks volumes there. Uh, you know, and I'll say this too. Chris Ballard has never gone against or never been against having enough competition. You know, uh, if guys come in, whether they're extremely productive or have average numbers, if they've got quality character, 
that's certainly a plus. Um, I, you know, the, he'll bring them on to, to come in and compete. No roster position, you know, you can maybe argue except for the offensive line and a couple other positions as well, is really 100% taken, if you will. It's not taken. Chris Ballard preaches co- competition, 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 and I think that's exactly what he's doing um, when he brings in a guy like Kendall Coleman. All right, now we're going to move to the other side of the ball here. Farag Green, tight end from Mississippi State. 6'4", 240 pounds, uh, just a, a, kind of a smaller tight end when you really think about it. Definitely more of your pass-catching kind of tight end, just certainly not big enough to really compete on the blocking side. 21 receptions for 257 yards last season, uh, 12 and a half, or about 12 and a half yards per catch on average, and had a touchdown last year for Mississippi State as well. Again, just more competition at that tight end group that we need. Uh, what do you think, Andrew, for Rod Green here? Yeah, as you mentioned, Derek, uh, certainly competition, but, but I'll say this too. Um, you know, the Colts brought in Trey Burton within the last few weeks, and he's had some health concerns uh, over the last couple of seasons. So, you know, um, with with the Colts bringing in green, I could certainly see him maybe competing for uh, the second or even um, tight end position in terms of being on the depth chart. You know, you look at a guy like Jack Doyle, I don't think he's obviously going anywhere. Uh, Trey Burton, as I mentioned, has some injury concerns. And Molly Cox didn't really see a ton of snaps last year, particularly in the passing game. He was more of, when he was in, it was for, for run-based plays. So when you bring in a guy like Green, who has the, the prototypical size that you see with the tight ends being 6'4", although the production may not be there, I think Chris Ballard, excuse me, I think Frank Reich, rather, in this Colts coaching staff, can certainly green in a position to where he could maybe, like I said, compete for that third third roster spot for tight ends. All right, let's stay on the offensive side of the ball here. Uh, we got DeMichael Harris, wide receiver from Southern Miss, a 5'9", 175-pound senior running back slash wideout, uh, rushed for 541 rushing yards on 113 attempts, about 4.8 yards per carry on average and five rushing touchdowns as well as had 34 receptions for 346 receiving yards. So a little over 10 yards per carry and had three touchdowns during uh, 12 starts last season. He was named conference USA honorable mention and to their all academic team in 2019. So very smart guy, very uh, honorable guy here. Uh, Definitely a, guy that you can use in a multitude of ways, kind of like what we do with Naheem Hines. Uh, what do you think of Harris here, Andrew, when we're talking about uh, multi-purpose kinds of backslash receivers? I think Frank Reich might have really been adamant about maybe bringing in a guy like uh, DeMichael Harris. And although obviously he went undrafted, um, somebody that can come in and play both receiver and running back in that Frank Reich system, it's, it could be really, really tempting, like I said, for, for Frank Reich. And and like you said, Derek, it could potentially be used in a multitude of ways. And I will say this, Chris Ballard, as I mentioned earlier, preaches competition, but the Colts did cut Steve Ishmael. And so I think when you look at a guy like Harris and you look at the amount of receivers that the Colts brought in or drafted of uh, the two that they did being Desmond Patton and Michael Pittman Jr., I really don't see a guy like DeMichael Harris making the, the starting roster, maybe somebody on the practice squad. Um, they already do have Paris Campbell, who, in my opinion, is sort of like the DeMichael Harris, can line up pretty much anywhere on the field, 
Um, we didn't really obviously see him very much last season because of injuries, and we obviously didn't see him in the backfield either. But I think Frank Wright is going to come up with a lot of unique ways to scheme Paris Campbell into this offense next season should he stay healthy. Uh, but as far as Harris is concerned, the overall production is okay. The character status is excellent when you look at, what, like I said earlier, what Chris Bauer looks for in players in terms of their character. But as far as just making the roster, I think he's more of a practice squad player than a starting caliber wide receiver. All right, let's go to Carter O'Donnell, an offensive lineman from Alberta. A six foot six, 315 pound offensive lineman played for the University of Alberta Bears, where he was a two time Canada West All Star and first team All Canadian in 2019, having made second team All Canadian in 2018. He participated in this year's East and West uh, Shrine game, where he played right tackle. Uh, looks to me kind of like a guy that, you know, at six foot six, 315 pounds, could have some you know, some position flexibility. Again, this is just another thing of having offensive linemen on your st- uh, on your team to be able to ensure you have depth at that position. And being six foot six, 315 pounds certainly is appealing to the eye for position flexibility, which obviously uh, Ballard and Reich really like. So Andrew, what do you think here of O'Donnell and his possibilities? Yeah, I think when you look at O'Donnell, um, and you look like you said, you look at the size, 6'6", 315 pounds. Um, obviously, as I mentioned earlier, with some of these other guys, the character qualities certainly obviously uh, attracted Chris Ballard and company to this player. And you look at the offensive line depth. You know, the Colts did take Danny Pinter, uh, guard slash center, as Chris Ballard later would say, um, out of Ball State. And so other than that, Derek, they only brought back the Raven Clark. They lost Joe Haig to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and they lost Josh Andrews, their backup center, to the New York Jets. And so I think the Colts, although they didn't really prioritize offensive line depth in the draft, um, I think bringing in a guy like Carter O'Donnell, um, like you said, I think that just reassures that you have backup players in there in case maybe one of your starters goes down. All right, now let's go to the defensive side of the ball again. And Travis Reed, cornerback out of South Alabama, Personally, one of my favorites here that we've seen so far. Travis Reed, six foot two, 185 pounds. So not necessarily a heavier defensive uh a corner, but six foot two, that's appealing to anyone that's a corner. He had 41 tackles, three tackles for loss, 10 pass breakups, and three interceptions in 12 games played last season. So certainly a very productive uh cornerback. And when you just look at this the intangibles. That being six foot two, almost 190 pounds. I mean, that's that's what you want in a corner and a guy that you want to give a chance to. So, I like this one uh, more than a bunch of these. What do you think here for and Andrew when you were thinking about Travis Reed? I like his potential. Um, you know, his size six two, one eighty five. As you mentioned, Derek, that's that's you know the prototypical size, if you will, anywhere from really five eleven to six two certainly catches the attention of a lot of GMs and coaches around the NFL and obviously caught the attention of Chris Ballard and company. Uh, the three interceptions, the 10 pass breakups, uh, so stat-wise, I think I think he's got potential. Uh, you know, the Colts did bring in Xavier Rhodes and TJ Carey during the offseason, but in my opinion, you can never have enough depth in the secondary. You can never have enough help. And when Chris Ballard, as I mentioned earlier, I hate to sound like a broken record, but when he has the opportunity, 
to bring in a player that he feels like can, can make the Colts better and can bring quality depth and bring quality competition to this roster, he's going to do so. And I think that's exactly what he has here with Travis Reed. All right, let's go to another secondary guy here, and that's Donald Rutledge Jr., safety from Georgia Southern. Six foot one, 210 pound grad student safety. So very big uh safety here at six foot one, 210. That's that's pretty decent size. Uh recorded 50 tackles, a tackle for a loss, five pass breakups, and an interception in 12 games. I would imagine you would look to this guy to be more of a run stopping safety, which you know certainly the Colts could use. And obviously, this guy will probably be a practice player guy, but Again, just great size and, you know, a good tackler as well. What do you think here when we're looking at uh, Rutledge uh, Jr., Andrew? Yeah, I agree with you, Derek. I think he's more of a practice squad player. Um, but who knows? Maybe he comes into camp and surprises a lot of people. But I think the Colts, um, you know, in my opinion, have, have a really solid safety core with Malik Hooker and Kari Willis and George Odom. And then they obviously took Blackman, probably be redshirted this season due to uh, – torn ACL injury that he's coming off of. But I, like you said, he's a bigger safety, 6'1", 210 pounds, and certainly somebody that can maybe come in and fill the box, you know, stop the run, sort of like a Clayton Gathers uh, that's obviously no longer on the roster. But as of right now, uh, otherwise, I think Rutledge Jr. is more of a practice squad player. All right, let's shift to linebacker. Brandon Wellington from Washington. Uh, six foot, 226 pounds, uh, good weight for a linebacker, a little short, said six foot, but I don't think that'll matter too much. Uh, recorded 68 tackles, one and a half tackles for a loss, half a sack, and recovered two fumbles during 13 starts for Washington in 2019. What do you look at here, uh, Andrew, when we're looking at Wellington? Yeah, I don't want to come off as being too mean if you will but from what i'm looking at here the, the stats don't really blow me away um maybe he could come in and compete for the, the uh, you know the fourth linebacking spot uh, on the colts depth chart but I, if, if i'm being completely honest Derek, i'm looking at more of a, of a camp body if you will or a practice squad player i as you know like similar to um, rutless jr who we just talked about until i see otherwise from ellen or wellington rather I don't see, I don't see starter potential. I see more of a, of a practice squad player. And then the final guy we see here, and that is Chris Williams defensive tackle from Wagner, a six foot two, 302 pound senior defensive tackle recorded 62 tackles, 11 and a half tackles for loss and four sacks during 2019. So size to match with production certainly is there. Uh, was named all NEC first team in 2019 and a two-time all NEC selection. So obviously this guy in his conference certainly dominated uh, and certainly played in multiple different facets. Uh, Makes total sense why Ballard would go for somebody like this size and production match. And obviously a all NEC selection uh, multiple times. So what do you think in here, Andrew, for our last guy that we're looking at here and Chris Williams? As you mentioned, Derek, you know, the production's there. Um, the character is there in terms of his uh, being an all-NEC first-team selection and a two, uh, two-time all-NEC selection. 
Uh, so like I said, the character's there. Uh, the production is there with the 62 tackles, 11 and a half for a loss and four sacks during 2019. Um, so, you, you know, I think they could maybe move to Nico Autry to the outside. And so you play Autry on the outside and that only leaves you with Buckner, Grover Stewart and Sheldon Day uh, on the inside. Now I did, or I, I know that they did take, I think, it, um, forgive me if I mispronounce his last name, but uh, Windhauser, who they took out of Penn State, I probably just completely butchered that. My apologies. But so that's as of right now, in my eyes, the fourth string defensive tackle. But a guy like Chris Williams, with the production that he has and the character as well, I think he could certainly come in and, and challenge some of these other rookies and some of these other undrafted free agents for that potential fourth string defensive tackle spot. And it was Robert Windsor that you were thinking of. Thank yeah, that's it. Yep, no problem. All right. Yeah, I, I'm sorry, guys. Yeah, I, <laughs> sometimes we forget some of these names when they come up right away, but that's okay. We'll we'll make sure to get Windsor's name down for sure before training camp starts. We'll certainly have his name down. Thank you guys again so much. That was our breakdown of some of the undrafted free agents that the Colts have had with them so far. We certainly look to see the development of these players. And we hope for the best for all of them in this year and years to come. Uh, Thank you guys again so much for uh, tuning into this. Appreciate the support. And as always, go Colts.